Good morning and welcome to the NCSA Mental Health Devotion. My name is Nandi Fleming and I'll be your host for this morning's worship. Before we start, let us just close our eyes for a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, um, our lives are in your hands. And Lord, this morning we pray that you will, you will use us, that you will mold us, that you will reform us, Lord, into your children, into the beings that you created us to be. And Lord, as we draw closer to you, Lord, and you draw closer to us, Lord, we look forward to the day we will see you face to face. And Lord, as we are here upon this earth, and it is still sometimes very scary, and and, and we are uncertain about so many things, Lord, we pray that you will be our peace, that you will be the one that will bring us calmness and contentment and do away with all anxieties. And Lord, that we will lean on you, for you are our maker. This is my prayer in your name. Amen. I'd like to read for you a verse out of the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 14. It says, For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united us unto one another through his own body on the cross. He broke down the wall of hostility that separates us. The title for my talk this morning is The Origin of Fear. You see, I believe that man was made to be happy, not to be kept into continual worry or fear. And at creation, man, I believe, was perfectly happy. But soon we see sin and fear and doubt and perplexity creep into this world. And I believe in order for us to truly understand fear and its origin, we have to go back to to the first place that we see fear sticking out its nasty head. So where is this? Where do we see fear sticking out its nasty head for the first time? The first time we read about fear in the Bible is after Adam and Eve had sinned. We find the fearful Adam and Eve hiding in the bushes while God calls out to them, asking them, where are you? Genesis 3 verse 10 tells us that the reply comes from Adam that says, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid. And I wonder what they were afraid of. Were they afraid of God, afraid of the consequences of their sin um, or the punishment of it? And, and Adam answers and he says, I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself from you. Genesis 3 verse 11, the Lord comes with a reply and he says, who told you that you were naked? In other words, God is asking him, how is it that you have become ashamed and fearful aware of your nakedness so why is it that you're afraid why, how do you know that you are naked and now you have this fear inside of you because of your nakedness and your shamedness and the question that the lord is asking is really not because he needs to be informed you see god knew exactly what they had done he knew their sin but he needed them to be convicted of the the guilt that they had inside of him in other words the transgression they needed to be convicted that they had um, transgressed and he wanted a confession from them them. And it is because that they transgressed and because they sinned um, that God wants them to know the reason that they are feeling what they are feeling. In other words, you are ashamed and naked and scared because you disobeyed me, because you sinned. So why does disobedience cause fear? You know, why does it cause this feeling, this horrible feeling inside of us? And, and let's look at the sinful act which Adam and Eve, you know, um, did. Eve is standing in the middle of the garden by the tree of knowledge good and evil. And Satan says to her in Genesis 3 verse 4, Thou shalt not surely die. In other words, Satan is contradicting that which God said. God said, if you eat of the tree, you will die. So there was a warning, a fearful warning. 
Um, but Satan says, you will not die, for God knows in the day that you eat thereof, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And upon this point, God had protected Adam and Eve from that which Lucifer had already experienced. You see, the knowledge of good and evil, bad and horrible things, the knowledge of fear you know, versus happiness and joy is something which Satan had already experienced because of his sin. And now Satan invites Eve in and he invites her um, to take a taste, not just a taste of the fruit that had been forbidden, but the taste of obedience and the taste of the fearful knowledge of evil that goes together with the disobedience. In other words, he says to her, you know, come and see come and know that evil exists come and experience the scariness um, that 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 happens when you disobey God when you leave God's commandments and being part of this evil is even scarier you see the evil that she experienced was disobedience to God's commandments and Adam did indeed you know also eat and also go through the experience of knowing evil and its fearful consequences so where did this fear come from? You know, it came from the disobedience of God's law. This is what brought fear into this world, disobeying God's law. And the consequence of it, of, of you know, disobeying God's law was even more scary because disobedience caused a fearful separation between God and man. It caused man to be afraid of his maker, hiding in the shrubs. It resulted in them being possibly afraid of the punishment that was promised, you know, the fear of death. Um, and it resulted in them being also ashamed of their nakedness. And and it caused them also to become deeper involved in sin because of the thought of how am I going to excuse the sin? How are we going to escape death? And, and what they get involved in is they start blaming one another. So disobedience also caused a fearful separation between Adam and Eve, you know, where their relationship was no longer as pure and holy as it was in the beginning. So what changed? Disobedience led them to knowing good and evil. This knowledge led them to being very afraid. And they saw the consequences of it for the first time. They saw the consequences of disobedience for the very first time. You see, there was a root to their fear. There was a reason. There was a, there was a main thing that caused this, uh, this, this result of so many fearful things later within their life. True fear came because of a separation from God. You know, separation causes fear. And, and this separation from God caused, you know, the consequences of sin, which is death, which also caused them to be even more afraid. Now, what exactly is this fear that they're experiencing? And how did it, how did it perpetuate? And what happened because of it? You see, the fear that they felt was a feeling. And this feeling caused them to go over into action. And it was a very defensive, protective kind of action. They went and they hid. They started lying to deter their punishment, saying that, you know, it wasn't me, it was her, it was this, it was that. Um, and, and the origin of this feeling came from, as we learned, from disobedience from God. And the disobedience to God caused man to be cut off from their life source. God chased them out of the garden, away from the garden, and they could no longer see God face to face. They were separated from God. And being cut off from their life source, obviously, you know, caused a fear of death as well as a fear of life. Because if your life source... God and the tree of life is no longer within your access, then obviously death and, and living life without God or separated from God is going to be very scary. 
and being cut off from God also left them exposed to a cruel world ruled by the prince of darkness. And no wonder that they were fearful and no wonder that we are fearful because we suffer the same consequences. You see, sin really destroys our peace and our happiness and it brings in fear into our lives. And the most scary and fearful consequences of the sin of Adam and Eve was not the fact that they were naked or the fact that they ended up blaming each other or the fact that they felt shame over having disobeyed God or the fact that they might have to die because of sin. But do you know what the most fearful consequence was of them eating of the tree of knowledge, good and evil? The most fearful result was that their sin was so great in its magnitude that the beloved son of God had to die to save them. That's a scary thought to think that my, that their actions caused the death of Jesus. You see, heaven's honored command, commander who had walked with them, who had talked with them while they were still holy and innocent, whom angels honored and worshipped, had to be brought down from his exalted position to die because of their transgressions and also has to die because of our transgressions. Now, the good news is, despite the fact that this is a very scary thought, that this very act does away with the consequences of original sin. You see, we no longer have to bear our own punishment. We no longer have to die. We can be reconciled to God. We can be reconciled to each other because of his death. And we no longer have to hide because of the shame of sin. You know, like Adam and Eve hid. We no longer have to be afraid of what had taken place there in the Garden of Eden because Jesus came and he, he got the gap. He, he bridged the gap that sin caused between us and God the Father. And now we can come boldly to the throne of God, says Hebrews 4 verse 16. In other words, where before if sin caused this fear inside of us, where we ran from that one, the, the person that gives us life and gives us hope and gives us joy and satisfaction that, that originally caused us to feel that fear, that separational fear. Now that fear can be eradicated from our lives. If we accept this truth wholeheartedly, if we accept the truth that Jesus has done away with everything that caused the fear, and now we can live without fear. So we can truly, you know, live life fearfully. Because when men stands on the side of God, the fear of disobedience, the fear of death, the fear of everything that sin brought is eradicated. But there is something else that is truly fearful, and that is if we do not choose to stand wholeheartedly with God, if we do not choose to be reunited with him and reunited with everybody else around us, if we do not choose his sacrifice on our behalf, the really truly fearful thing that can happen is when man still chooses to stand with the first rebel, the serpent, who tempted Adam and Eve into disobedience with God in the first place, when we willfully or even unknowingly unite with the prince of darkness through disobedience to God. This is going to cause true fear within our lives. And we need to sit down and evaluate and ask ourselves, what is this fear that we have? Is it a fear because we do not yet understand that God has done away with all the consequences of disobedience and sin? Or is it a fear because maybe we have united with Satan? Now, I imagine that Eve could never have imagined the fearful consequences of what would take place after she ate that fruit, or she would have stopped dead in her tracks. She probably reasoned like many people do that, you know, it's just a fruit. It's not such a bad thing, you know. Um, it can't be all that bad. And I believe that many of God's children today also reason in this way, that, you know, if we, if we still unite with Satan, you know, in certain small acts of sin, it's not such a bad thing, you know. But in the end, we live up to the fearful consequences of our own actions, you know. We end up living in a life full of fear because we, we do disobey, we do side with Satan and, and his sinful ways.
You see, fear originated with disobedience. But peace originated with the payment for our disobedience that Christ already made. In other words, we can already have peace. We can already do away with that fear if we choose to unite with Christ, if we choose to no longer be separated from him. True and lasting peace can come to us, but it can only come through God, through a relationship with him. If we're going to enjoy a life of peace, free from fear and worry and anxiety and all the rest, then we need to learn to surrender all our worries to the Lord. We need to learn to be reunited with him and to obey him again, because he is our peace. And if we want that peace that surpasses all understanding, we need to recognize that Christ has already done away with all of those consequences, all of those scary things that sin brought into this world, Jesus has eradicated. And my recommendation to you is you side with him today so that you will know this peace that surpasses all understanding. May God bless you. The Pastoral Counseling Department of the NCSA invites you to join our daily mental health devotions. You can subscribe by WhatsApping the word YES to plus 27836584296. Broadcasts will be sent out directly to your phone each morning at 8 a.m. Topics are centered on biblical and psychological guidance to achieve good mental health and a balanced lifestyle despite the trials and crises of life. If you are interested in receiving these daily WhatsApp audio devotions straight to your phone, then WhatsApp the word YES to plus 27836584296. And now, may your darkness turn to light as the Son of Righteousness rises with healing in His wings.